Fintech Australia and Tier 1 People present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finney's Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June, 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Now, here are a few words from one of this year's finalists. Hey, I'm John Winters. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Superhero. We are a online share trading platform. Uh, we launched about 18 months ago, got about 200,000 customers uh, investing in Aussie shares, US shares, and uh, soon to be crypto, uh, as well as going over the ditch to, to New Zealand. Superhero of finalists in Emerging Fintech of the Year, People's Choice Award 2022. John, welcome to the show. Congrats to you and everyone at Superhero for making it to the finals again. Um, how is everybody feeling? Thanks, Dexter. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to be uh, to be a finalist again. Uh, we we got there last year, hoping to uh, take out an award this year. So uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great position to be in. Awesome. Well, you know, I, I, it was uh, um, great to hear you do that intro. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the, I think it was this day after you launched, I invited you into the studio and we recorded a podcast. And now, you know, what, that wasn't even two years ago. I think it was what, was it August or September 2020? Yeah, I, think was, I think September 2020. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd seen the, uh, the entire world fall off a cliff at the yeah. beginning of the pandemic and it all bounced straight back up again. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was a couple of days after that. It yeah, was, yeah, beginning of yeah. September. Yeah. And here you are, two hundred thousand customers later, about to go to New yeah. Zealand, mate. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been, uh, it's been quite the quite the ride. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, look, we're we're kind of here to talk about that ride, and particularly the last twelve months. But before we do that, could you share with with everybody a little bit more about Superhero, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I, I've been I've been in the financial services industry for for past the past fifteen years or so, and and um, I guess saw, really saw a, a problem uh, with started with superannuation actually, where where there was there was you know the sort of the top one percent uh, would manage their superannuation through a self managed super fund, but it was it was everyone outside of that 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 really had no ability to control where their super was invested or or or, or have any sort of transparency over where their superannuation was invested. So we set out to build a platform that would allow you to invest in in direct shares and ETFs and build your own portfolio, uh, just like that top one percent uh, do on a on a you know on an annual basis. Um, we, we built the whole platform from scratch and, and when we saw, you know, the, the, the whole world sort of crash in, in early 2020, um, we actually pivoted and, and, and pulled back some of that superannuation, uh, structure, which is, um, you, you know, quite, quite complex in itself. And we launched our trading platform direct, direct to the market. Um, since then we, we launched on the basis that was free to join. It was $5 flat fee per trade. Um, we, we came in with, with zero brokerage on, on Aussie ETFs, um, and, and launched as Australia's lowest cost online broker. Uh, we soon after that, we launched, um, zero brokerage us share trading, uh, which is, which is really, um, taken off. 
uh, over the last 18 months. And, um, and soon after that, we launched our super fund, which was a really sort of back to the future moment. That's where we started and, and getting that up and running mm. um, has been a fantastic journey. Uh, it's sitting up at around $100 million uh, worth of superannuation assets in there today. So, and, and about 200,000 customers across the platform. So it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, it's been, um, there, there's definitely been, uh, moments of moments of all emotions, uh, mm. along the journey, but it's been a, a fantastic ride and, and we're really excited, um, uh, with the product that, um, you know, helps people on a daily basis and, and we continue to see strong, strong take up of the product as well. So awesome. it's a, yeah, it's, it's been a, a very sort of fulfilling journey to date. Brilliant. Now, um, I think you mentioned in the, the intro there, 200,000 customers, um, other than what I, you know, what I see on the side of buses, how have you gone about, <laughs> cause you guys were everywhere at one point, how, yeah. how have you gone about, um, you know, generating that? I mean, that's pretty significant for the type of business that you are. It's notoriously very difficult to, to kind of get customers and to get them to be sticky as well. How have you yeah. gone about doing that? Yeah, I think the 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 UX, the, the app that we built, the user experience has been something that's really resonated with the market, um, and it's something that that has really been missing as well. It's it's the ease, it's the ease of signing up, it's the it's the it's the expectation that we've seen across other industries that have really transformed other industries. Mm. Whether it's whether it's ride sharing, whether it's consuming content, um, you know, whether it's podcasts, whether it's TV shows, movies, or, or music, it's the that it's that effortless experience that has not found its way into financial services. Mm. And we still see so much legacy technology out there, even with some companies that do claim to claim to be fintechs. Um, we see a huge amount of legacy. Um, and, and we also see a huge amount of, of um, you know, I guess a marketing wrapper across, you know, old school technology. Yeah. And, you know, I guess we've, we've been able to come to the market with a, digital first product, um, you know, quite a unique product in many ways um, that that is, you know, compelling on the user experience front. It's compelling on the pricing structure. It's very transparent. Um, and, and really, you know, I, I think it's, it's, you know, all of those have resonated with people. Um, but I guess it's those acquisition channels that, that have, you know, worked very well for us. And we have taken a you know, I guess it's an untraditional approach for a fintech by using traditional media, mm. uh, and we have taken that approach of of going to outdoor media. We we, we wrapped every bus in Sydney and Melbourne uh, in blue. We were giving trading a kick up the ASX. We were crashing Wall Street's party. Um, we had billboards. We had bus stops. We had you know it, we we sort of painted Sydney and Melbourne blue. And it was a pretty high risk decision thinking back when, when we did it because both cities were in lockdown when, yeah. we, when we pulled the trigger on those and really rolled the dice on, on um, those lockdowns being finished by the time those campaigns went live. And, and we've seen a lot of our, you know, it's pretty validating. We've seen a lot of our competitors roll out similar campaigns yeah. since then. Um, I don't know if they've had the same cut through as what we had, you know, being sort of the, the you know, really the first share trading platform, but, you know, the first fintech to really sort of take that out, out of home 
yeah. traditional media approach, um, you know, which which really resonated with the market. Yeah, well, obviously I mentioned it, right? So it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's clearly it had it, in had everyone's an mind as well. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we see all your buses. I'm like, yeah, we haven't actually had any buses up for like six six or nine months. Yeah, well. Um, so it, it has really, really stuck in people's minds, which is fantastic. It's what, it's what you want with a marketing campaign, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I, I do recall that kind of first time we, when we had you on the show at launch and, uh, you had some pretty impressive backers behind you at the time where you at now in your kind of investment rounds and, and who do you have, you know, as, as investors? Yeah. So we've, we, we, we've been, um, you know, really fortunate to, to be able to attract, um, some, some pretty high profile investors across the, the journey. Um, we started off with, with the, um, the the founders of the the buy now pay later titans being being Larry uh, from Zip and and Nick from from Afterpay, um, we we we've raised forty eight million dollars to date. Um, so so you know great validation of of the business model that we've that we've built. Um, but we, um, we 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 did a, a forty million dollar funding round last year. We introduced a number of large Australian. Uh, financial investors. Um, they've come from p- perennial, uh, mm-hmm. who, who are very active in, in sort of the startup and, and smaller, um, I guess the fintech space and, and sort of all the way through to yeah. scale ups and, and, and even in the listed space, uh, Regal funds management, Wilson asset management. Um, so th- there's been some really, some really great names and they've, they've been great great investors, great supporters, mm. um, you know, really striving to, to, uh, support us as, as founders support the business as well. Um, so yeah, no, they, they've been great, great yeah. investors and, and, and every one of our, our, um, our shareholders, um, prior to, to that $40 million round, uh, co-invested into, into that round as well. So yeah, it was, it's been great support from, from everyone, um, all the way along really. Mm. Now, you know, notoriously difficult B2C fintech in Australia to get customers. You know, it's kind of, you know, if there's two big, huge challenges, that's one of them. You've done an incredible job there. The other one is talent and, and bringing in the right people. What kind of initiatives or things have you done differently at Superhero to make sure that not only you're able to, to attract the right people, but you're able to retain them as well? Yeah, it's it, it is notoriously difficult to find good people, um, and that is getting that it is getting harder and harder. Um, the the thing I, I, I'd actually put a lot of you know if I was to rank it sort of out of ten, I'd have to put a, a pretty high score on the brand that we've built. So we've spent we've spent a lot of money on building our brand, and that has attributed a lot of value when we are talking to people. Um, people want to come and work for superhero. Mm. We get people knocking on the door saying, this is what I do. I know you're not advertising for this role at the moment, but I'd love to just come and work with you guys. Um, so I think the brand sort of gets people in the door. I think it's in the culture that we've built in the business as well, that, that really sort of, you know, people, people fall in love Mm. with. And it's, it's incredibly rewarding for me to, to walk in every day and seeing people sort of, you know, wearing the brand, living the brand, sweating the brand, um, every day, um, you know, and, and, you know, organizing competitions in the office, having, you know, ping pong tournaments, you know, staying back late. It's, it's that, it's that, um, 
it's that great feeling that when you, you, you walk into the office and everyone's sort of in mm. the same boat, rowing in the same direction, trying to, you know, build superhero. Um, it, it's, it's fantastic. So I think, I think culture is, is what gets people to stay. Um, the brand is what people get, gets people in the door. Um, but it's becoming more and more important when it, when it comes to, to employing people, um, to have additional benefits for staff. Um, and that's, that's been a really challenging piece to sort of nail down that those, those sort of employee benefits. Um, but when you get them right, I think it, it is, um, extremely rewarding. It doesn't only have to be financial benefits either. Um, but it is, it's a whole range of things that sort of pull together to, to, um, you know, to get people in, to keep them here and to, and to, you know, reward them for, for the, the, the group's success. Um, when you launched, obviously when lockdown and everybody was working remotely, you've talked there a lot about people being in the office. What have you kind of found is, you know, has remote work been something that you've embraced or is, you know, have you found it, you know, kind of getting everybody together is actually, you know, works better for everybody, particularly when you're in build phase? Yeah, we, I guess we, we, we launched, we were, we, we had five or I think seven people when we launched, we've got about 57 today. Wow. So we've, we've scaled up yeah. pretty quickly. Um, it, 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 you know, the bigger you get, the more challenges you have. Mm. Um, the, the, the remote working piece and, you know, I guess this sort of new, the, the new age move of, you know, working from home, it, it does challenge the business. Um, it, it, it puts a whole bunch of different sort of and, and unique, um, challenges in front of all of us. Um, when, when everyone's in the office, there's a great vibe, there's a great buzz, um, you know, there's great communication. Um, and, and you lose a lot of that when, when you are working remotely, I think, I think as a, you know, as a, as a manager of the business, it, it's also difficult to, to, um, embed a, a level of, of, um, brand loyalty, um, through, through remote workers, because, you know, you sit there, you do your work. Yeah. Um, but if someone sort of walks in with a bigger paycheck, you don't have that, you don't have that sort of embedded camaraderie. Yeah. You don't have those personal, those personal relationships. So, you know, we've always tried to build an office first culture. Um, and we, we've done quite well at that. We usually have, you know, 70% of the, the, the team in every yeah. day. Um, and that sort of fluctuates across the, the different, the different groups in the business. Um, but it, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's challenging managing, um, you know, work from home. It was challenging managing remote work. Um, I, I pretty much worked all the way through from the office. Um, my wife said, if you're not going to help with the, if you're going to be home and not work, work with the kids or help with the kids, then just go to the office. <laughs> I was like, is this some kind of trick? Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, I, I was working from, from the, the city, you know, pretty much all the way through. Yeah. I've, um, I've got to, I've got to hang washing out between podcasts today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're but, coming to, to a close. Um, but, but before we do that, when you look back at this last 12 months, what would you say is your kind of, what are you most proud of that superheroes achieved? I think the, the there's there's two things. Um, I think the the well, there's probably three things actually. The, the massive validation um, getting to to the number of customers we've got. Um, you know, getting getting up to that two hundred thousand mark is is extremely rewarding and validating, and um, that the the product is resonating with with. 
uh, investors, um, and you know, we 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 thought we were going to get to ten thousand customers in the first twelve months, um, and to to get to two hundred thousand after eighteen months is is fantastic. Mm. Um, I, I think the the other thing is the the team that we've built, um, uh, uh, and you know, it's it's all been it's all been those guys. You know, the uh, the team are fantastic. We've got you know fifty seven superheroes in every day. Mm. Um, you know, living and breathing the brand, um, and, and also our investors. You know, they're, they're the guys who have sort of made it all happen. Um, you know, backing us financially to to go and build a fantastic product, um, and, and to get that product out out into the market. So, yeah, those those three things. You know, without without you know our customers, our team, and you know the backing to do it. You know, we just wouldn't be here today. So. Uh, Cool. Yeah, I'd say those are the sort of the three major pieces. Great. Well, here's your opportunity to kind of speak to your peers in the fintech community. Um, why should they vote for Superhero as this year's People's Choice Emerging Fintech of the Year? Look, I think I think the the thing that we've always sort of put put um, at the centre of every business decision that we make, and a lot of fintech say say the same thing around you know you would put the customer first. I think the key thing that we do at Superheroes we 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 try to drive successful outcomes for our for our customers, and for for decades, fintechs and and you know the tech community have have strived to achieve access for, for their customers. So we're trying to open up access. And, and, you know, when we, when we launched, we, we, you know, we were thinking the same way around, you know, we're making investing accessible. I think it's, I think there's more there to what we actually do on a daily basis. And, and, and we've actually taken the view that, you know, we're not here just to purely give you access. We're not here to hand you a loaded gun and allow you to trade shares or invest your super. We want you to, we, we will be successful when you are successful. So we want to drive successful outcomes for our customers. Everything is secondary to that. And we know that if our customers are successful, we as a business will be successful as well. And, and that's that's sort of the key fundamental change we, we put through very early on in our business was about driving success or successful outcomes for our customers. And we knew if we nailed that, Superhero would be a success. Um, so, you know, I think, I think that is the key difference with superhero. Uh, I'd, you know, I'd love, love you all to, to, uh, to vote for, for us. Um, and you know, we, we'll certainly, uh, soldier on and, and continue to drive better outcomes for our, for our customers into the future. The people's choice award is brought to you by tier one people leaders in fintech executive search will help you launch scale and innovate by finding world-class people.